great chapter. This is the last chapter of the first section on conditions. So, you know, very much thematically linked to the, especially the last couple chapters we've been doing, um, where we've been looking at the, you know, social ontology of economic power, looking at the uh, human corporeal organization. Um, so, you know, really diving deep into these questions of, of human nature, um, the nature of, of, of human society. Um, and now, you know, very much thematically kind of putting a capstone on, on this discussion with looking at the the nature of reproduction, of human reproduction, um, both in terms of like the reproduction of life, so the kind of everyday metabolic demands that we have for food, water, shelter, and so on, um, but also the reproduction of the species. Um, and then, you know, and, and really looking at the kind of the conditions of that reproduction, the, the labor of reproduction, um, the means of reproduction, and, you know, really putting a capstone on Sora Mao's argument in this first section, which is laying out, like, what are the conditions under which something like economic power can exist, right? So this is really very, like, very much looking at that real baseline, like, what, how can this thing, economic power, um, exist in, you know, in society, how can it have this kind of uh, control um, over people's lives? Uh, you know, like, what what is it that's unique about humans, um, about human society, human life, human reproduction, um, that such that it allows for something like economic power to exist? Like, that's the argument that he's been really laying out here um, in this first section, this chapter putting a capstone on that in preparation for in the next section, um, which kicks off with the next chapter on, on that section's called Relations, answering the question of, okay, here we've laid out like how it is that economic power can exist. Um, now the, the next section will lay out how does economic power exist under capitalism, right? So, you know, Mao being the uh, very much a philosopher is really like starting us off at, you know, ground zero, right? Like back to basics. Um, before, you know, I think a lot of, uh, analyses of something like economic power would start with section two, with where we haven't even gotten yet, where, you know, really like this in depth, this starting with a, a, a description of, how economic power exists and how capital wields it. But Mao, I think very interestingly and fruitfully is taking us back even further to like more philosophical, more basic, more essential questions of, well, what are, why can economic power exist in the first place? Like what are the conditions that allow for, for economic power to exist? It's it's useful, I think, to keep that kind of broad arc of the argument in mind as we read, um, especially as you know we've been going through this like chapter by chapter because these are really some meaty philosophical chapters, um, and, and so I think it can be easy to lose sight of like the larger kind of like arc uh, and logic of the of the argument. So it's it's you know being like, well, why are we talking about like you know 
human metabolism? What does that have to do with uh, the with power and you know the power of capital, right? Uh, and it, I mean, I think Mal argues convincingly that has everything to do with the power of capital, right? Like if we really want to understand how power um, is op how how power operates within capital, then. Uh, we we actually need to get back to these really basic questions of like the social and the natural um, of you know uh, life and metabolism um, because that is something that is really I think fundamental about capitalism as a system and capital as a social logic is that it operates at those really essential like levels, right? At those basic levels. It dominates not just at like a superficial level, but it dominates at the level of you know like ontology, at the level of um metabol uh, of metabolism. Providing some context there, I think, for this chapter is really, you know, really helpful as we move forward, as we, you know, get into uh, some of these really, I think, essential and, 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 and fundamental, but also really interesting and helpful questions around, you know, like what does materialism mean, right? You know, there's a whole section we'll get to on the meaning of materialism, which I have found like helpful for crystallizing my own ideas uh, of, and, and, and reminding me uh, of, of what materialism actually means in terms of like where, you know, having a materialist analysis, right? Like, you know, looking at these kinds of uh, questions of the relations and forces of production and reproduction. Like, you know, we're, we've got, so I think some really interesting ground um, to cover in this chapter as we finally put a capstone on, on an analysis of the conditions for economic power. <laughs> 